Well, hello. God bless. Welcome back again to the Bible teaching channel of A Love Outreach. My name is Dave Nelson. Once again, we are doing just something kind of impromptu here that we call Wednesday Night Live, where we are just kind of opening it up for a time of uh, prayer if you need prayer. Um, and if you've happened to come upon the recording of this, you didn't watch it live, because um, it will be posted out there. It also will be out there in audio format. We would still love to pray for you. We would still love to help you, um, to counsel you in uh, situations and things that you have going on in your life. If there's anything that we can pray for you about or help you get through, we'd love to do that. So. Anyway, today, tonight, what I thought I'd do is go ahead and read a little bit from the Psalms, Psalm chapter 34. So, if you're in a position where you can do so, um, you can go ahead and grab a Bible and open it up there to Psalm 34, and we'll kind of talk our way through that, and if anyone wants to ask any questions, a love outreach at gmail.com is one way to reach us. You can also go on to our um, website, which is aloveoutreach.com, and you can uh, fill, in, fill out the contact form there and answer any questions that we, you know, or pose any questions to us that way as well. So either via email, aloveoutreach at gmail.com, or go by going to our website, uh, aloveoutreach.com, and filling out the contact form. But again, we're live tonight, so if you have any questions that you'd like to pose tonight about, and let me just stress something here. This is not about being the Bible answer man. That's not what this is about. These are. This is more about matters of the heart, issues of life, what you're going through, if there's any way we can help you in that way. So... I am, like I said, I'm going to go ahead and read from Psalm chapter 34, just to kind of fill the airspace. Um, and uh, like I said, the, would love to pray for you if we can. But Psalm chapter 34 starts out by saying, it's a Psalm of David when he pretended madness before Abimelech, who drove him away and he departed. So... David was uh, in a position where he was fearing the king. He was on the run from Saul, and he's fearing this king who was an enemy king. And um, so he pretended to be a madman. He pretended to be crazy. Uh, he was drooling, letting saliva run down his beard. Uh, he was scratching into the walls and clawing the, the gates and things like that. Um, and Abimelech, the king, you can read about it in First uh, Samuel chapter 21, but he says, you know, I don't need any more madmen around here basically is what he said. He said, we've got enough madmen around here. I don't need any more insane people. So they kind of let him go. And that was David's way of getting away. But here in this Psalm, the Lord is, or excuse me, David is actually going to praise the Lord for that escape. That's what he's writing this about, right? It says a Psalm of David when he pretended madness. And that's what this chapter is about. And uh, it's interesting you know, how we go through things. And David says here in uh, verse one, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And David's looking back on this time, something that the Lord had delivered him from. And you may question David's behavior, and one can, can say, really, he that's what he did, that's how he was. You know, but look, David was just a man, you know, just like any other man on the face of the earth, he was in a difficult situation, going through a hard time, and this is what came on his mind to do, and that's what he did, but what he does here is praises the Lord for it. And you know, we can never praise the Lord enough. He says, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Now, 
you know, sometimes we may think, really, was David just walking around constantly saying, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord? No, it was just something that in his life, he, he looked back on things. And we need to do that from time to time, don't we? We need to look at the things that the Lord has done in our lives. We need to count our blessings, as they say, right? Look around us, take, take stock of our lives and say, look at the people around us. Look what we're blessed with. Look at the home we live in or whatever the case may be. There's always something that we can praise the Lord for and we can thank the Lord for. And we, and we need to keep in mind that the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness. Every good and perfect gift comes from him. Okay, so he's the one that deserves our praise. But anyway, it's just interesting here. You know, if you meditate on this, if you think about this, what David was going through at that period of time in his life and how he looks back on it and says, it was the Lord that delivered me. And, you know, sometimes, and, and I'm sure I can expound on this to the nth degree, but there are things that happen to us in life. There are things that put us into situations and circumstances in our lives that cause us to be, in this case, like David, he, he's fearful and he's got to get away. You know, um, there's many adversities we go through and this psalm, we'll talk about that a little bit later on, I believe, but you know, the Lord delivers us from these things and we need to give thanks and praise to the Lord for the good things that he's done in our lives. He says, my soul, in verse two, he says, my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The, the humble shall hear of it and be glad. So there's never a reason to boast in ourselves. You know, the Lord wants us to be humble. And those that are humble, David's saying, will hear, will see how he's praising the Lord. We'll look at the life that he has and say, okay, David's praising the Lord for what he's been through and for what the Lord has delivered him out of, okay? Again, sometimes it's difficult. I mean, oftentimes it's difficult when we're going through certain struggles in our lives, certain trials, right, that we go through, um, be it temptations, be it sickness, be it the loss of a loved one, something that severe, and it's hard. It's difficult to get through it, but we can continually praise the Lord, and it's never too much and the Lord will deliver us. He's there for us. He's working things out for our good, even though it may appear to us that things around us are really bad, like the position that David was in in 1 Samuel 21. This is a bad situation. How do I get out of it? Well, he did this. He, he pulled this little trick, and it worked, and he thanked the Lord for it, okay? But he says that his soul shall make boast in the Lord, okay? Almighty, uh, oh, mighty the Lord with me and let, oh, excuse me, oh, magnify, no wonder I didn't, that didn't make any sense. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. It's interesting here as we read the Psalm like this, you know, we're reading this and we're saying, and he's saying, hey, magnify the Lord together. When we get together like this and we read the word of God or you gather with others and you read the word of God and you praise the Lord, you worship the Lord, it's a wonderful thing to exalt the name of the Lord together with others around you, to have that fellowship around you of other believers. Sometimes you may feel like I'm all alone, but you're not. There are other believers out there. There are places you can go to find fellowship and things like that. And to magnify the Lord is something that we need to do and to continually praise the Lord and let his praise continually be in our mouths, on our lips, right? I sought the Lord and he heard me, verse four, and delivered me from all my fears. Again, how did it happen? How did it happen that he sought the Lord? Um, well, he, in this case, right, he hacked it like a madman. Again, you know, not everything is like, you know, uh, I don't know, I can't think of the word right now, but, you know, sometimes there's crazy situations in life, crazy circumstances in life, and we say, really, Lord, was that you? Was that really you? I mean, this circumstance happened. David's like, I acted like a madman. But he's saying, it was the Lord. 
I'm giving thanks to the Lord for deliverance in that situation. The fear that I was going through, he was fearing for his life. He was on the run. He was on the run from Saul. And none of this was David's fault. You know, David's sitting there playing the harp for Saul and um, all of a sudden Saul throws a spear at him. Sometimes life can be like that for us, right? Sometimes, you know, the spears get chucked at us and we don't understand why. And we end up, you know, going through a situation or a period of maybe anxiety or fear or loneliness. I mean, you can fill in the blank on your own life, right? What it is that you deal with with your own soul. But this is why David is saying that his soul makes his boast in the Lord. His soul magnifies the Lord. That's where we direct the attention of our soul. Now, for some reason, I am not seeing the comments coming through, but my wife tells me here that Isaac says hello from Oregon. So hello to Isaac. Thank you for being with us. God bless you. It's good to have you here again. Um, but yeah, for some reason, I'm not seeing that comment come through on my end here. But thank you to my lovely assistant, my wife. <laughs> but so anyway, this is what David's doing. And he's saying, hey, let's do this together. You know, and, and that's what this is about right now. It's like an exhortation to say, hey, we can praise the Lord. I mean, we're, we're not even in each other's presence. We may not even know each other. We may not even ever cross paths with each other. You've come upon this video. You've come upon this audio and, and you know nothing of me. But what we can do is we can magnify the Lord and we can direct the attention of our soul to the Lord, right? Our mind, our will, our emotions to fix our minds on him. Okay? Because there are going to be spears that get thrown at us. And sometimes it is going to feel like we're on the run. Even though we may not physically be on the run from somebody or some threatening situation, sometimes the things that trouble our souls, the heartache that we're going through, the hard time, and again, you can fill in the blanks for your life with that. But sometimes it just feels so hard so difficult to get through a certain period of time, right? But what this psalm encourages us to do is to magnify the Lord. Um, I sought the Lord and he heard me in verse four, I read there already, he says, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him, verse five says, and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. So this is talking about that person that looks unto the Lord that turns their eyes upon the Lord. You know, it's, there's like a radiance that, that comes upon you. You know, you, you have a peace. Um, you know, you have maybe even a certain glow about you, something, and, and I'm not trying to get too weird here spiritually, but I'm saying that what David is saying here is there's something different about you. It says in their faces, we're not ashamed. You see, oftentimes when, when we go through situations, and, and look, there's no condemnation for this, right? Because we're all affected by this, but people can see it on our face. They see it on our face, the stress. They can look at us and say, you're troubled, brother. You're troubled, sister. What's going on? What's happening here? You know, what's, what's up with your life, right? But when we're turning our eyes upon the Lord, we're fixing our eyes upon him. We're magnifying the Lord like we're reading about here, you know, with our soul. And we're making our boast in the Lord. And everything is about the Lord, the Lord, the Lord in our lives. That's going to be seen on your face, too. Because people are going to see that joy that you have, that inexpressible joy. Now, look, we're all at different stages in life. And again, I'm not trying to make light of any situation here. There are times when life hits you like a ton of bricks. Again, a loved one gets ill. You lose a loved one. You know, you lose your job or, you know, again, I, you fill in those blanks. But there are times it is just so hard and it's going to be seen on your face and it's okay because that's why we bear one another's burdens to exhort one another to say, hey, brother, hey, sister, cast your cares upon the Lord. 
turn your eyes upon Jesus. I do see this comment here. Hello from West Virginia. Hello to Danielle Woods in West Virginia. Uh, I did see that comment come through. Um, so anyway, that's what David's talking about here, you know, looking radiant, their faces not being ashamed. Um, this poor man, uh, verse six, this poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. So, um, you know, again, David's thanking the Lord. He's realizing where he is, you know, and, and it's a good thing sometimes to realize that, that we are poor. We are, we, we need to be poor in spirit, right? We need to be humble, right? We need to be seeking the Lord with our lives. In every situation, we should never get to a spot in our lives where, and a lot of people do this, okay? This can happen to any of us, but we get to a place in life sometimes where everything's going so good that we forget that we, how much we still need the Lord, how weak we are, right? But that's why the Lord allows things in our lives sometimes to refocus us, right? Sometimes he allows life to just slap us upside the head and wake us up and spin us around and knock us down, whatever the case may be, right? Just so that we can refocus on him, and we need to, it's a good thing to do that. So that way we know that, that the Lord can deliver us from troubles. How do we know that he delivers us from troubles if we don't, if we're not going through difficult situations? You see, in our weakness, his strength is made perfect. And that's a scripture that I've kept in my heart for 36 years since I came to the Lord. You know, realizing that it's okay to be weak because I want the Lord's strength in my life, not my own strength. And that's just an important thing for us to keep in mind is that we need the strength of the Lord. Whose strength do you want to live by, your own or the Lord's? I'm hoping, now many people might say, well, I don't need the Lord, that's a crutch. Well, I need that crutch. Give me the crutch, give me the wheelchair, give me, you know, give me the whole works, I need the Lord. Whatever it is, I need to trust in the Lord because I've been down the road of not having the Lord. I've taken my eyes off the Lord and I know what it is to fall on my face. So if you're in that position, but you're going through troubles, you know, and maybe, maybe it's something that, you know, wasn't your fault. Like I said, David had that spear flown, uh, thrown at him by Saul and he's on the run. He's on the run. After he flees here from Abimelech, like we read about in verse one, when he pretended to be insane, right? And he's running. He runs to a cave, the cave of Adullam, I think it was called, right? He runs to that cave, to, you know? And sometimes it's like, we're just running from one darkness to the next darkness, right? But the Lord will deliver us out of that. He'll get us through that time. We just have to stay the course. Um, oh, now Isaac's... Um, message came through from Oregon. So I don't know, maybe it's a little delayed. Maybe uh, the time travel from Oregon is a little bit slow. Maybe you're on the Oregon trail taking the long road here. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. So to fear the Lord, to reverence the Lord, to respect the Lord, to honor the Lord, that's what it's all about. That's what we need to do. The fear of the Lord, the proverb says, is the beginning of wisdom, okay? It's where it all begins, okay? And the Lord has his angel encamped around us. David knew that. And that's why David, King David here, he's looking back and he's saying, wow, this is what the Lord delivered me from. You know, and he's remembering that. So if you're going through something right now, again, I know things are very hard and I'm not making light of anyone's circumstances, but the Lord is with you. He's encamping around you. Now, if by chance you've come upon this audio or this video, and I have to say this, and you've not come to the Lord, well, I'm exhorting you today to, to humble yourself and to give your life to the Lord, to begin to seek the Lord. And we can help you with that too if you want to reach out to us. But 
Verse eight, verse eight, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Now that's what you see uh, a lot of people put over their pantries, right? In their house. I think we have that over our pantry in our house, right? But it's not about tasting food. Um, It's about your soul resting in the Lord, trusting in the Lord, magnifying magnifying the Lord, right? Blessed is the man who trusts in him. There's a blessing promised to those who trust in the Lord, who wait on the Lord, right? Sometimes we have to wait on the Lord to renew our strength. Again, it comes back to that, right? We get weak. Why do we have to wait on the Lord to renew our strength if we don't get weak? We do get weak. We do struggle with things. You know, I can look back in my life and and see things that I've gone through and, and sometimes continue to go through, battles with anxiety or things like that in my life that I've gone through. And I can honestly say now that I can count it all joy because it just has caused me to press into the Lord, to keep on going. And it's made me become stronger in the faith as a result, right? So we, 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 but in order to taste and see, like verse eight says, that the Lord is good, in order to do that, sometimes we gotta get hungry. Sometimes we've gotta get real hungry. And sometimes the Lord allows those type of situations in our lives, okay? Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. That reminds me of the 23rd Psalm, you know, where David says, you know, that he, uh, oh gosh, I just, (laughs) this is the thing with going live and you have no notes, right? The 23rd Psalm, somebody help me with it. How's it begin? Penny, how's the 23rd Psalm begin? I have to ask my lovely assistant, right? And she's not answering me because I'm delayed in how she's watching. But anyway, um, you can, hey, make a comment. I am seriously blank. I could look it up right now. But what I'm trying to say is when we trust in the Lord and we wait on the Lord, I say this reminds me of it. Oh, fear the Lord, oh, you saints. There is no want to those who lack or who, or there's no want to those who fear him. Man, you people aren't helping me out here. Okay. Watch this. I'm going to have to look it up because I am completely blank. But praise God that his word is out there um, because that's such amazing that I do not remember it right here. (laughs) And my wife's laughing at me rather than helping me. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. <laughs> okay, thank you, Debbie Gunch. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you for helping. Hey, look, check that out. That's why we're here for each other. That's why we need each other. That's why we can praise the Lord together. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not lack, right? We can trust in the Lord, right? There is no want, verse 9 says, to those who fear him. We can trust in him, right? Praise God, right? And praise God for this fellowship that we can have here tonight. So yes, thank you, Debbie Gunch, for coming through with that. But Oh, fear the Lord, you, you his saints. There it says again, there is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. <laughs> Isaac said he accidentally went to Job 23. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so the young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Again, we may be going through a trial. We may be going through struggles and we so often do. It was a promise of the Lord. And you know, I always say this, but you know, if you go buy a promise book, um, 
you know, and uh, at the Christian bookstore or something, it's really not going to have the promise in there where Jesus said that in this world we will have tribulation. Okay, but we do, right? We have tribulation, we have trials, but the Lord gets us through. See these words there in verse 10, but those who seek the Lord, that's right, those who are seeking the Lord. And again, what does Jesus say? Seek the Lord, right? Seek first the kingdom of God, he says, and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. He cares for us. We can cast our cares upon him, and he does have good in store for us. We just need to stay the course and realize that what we're going through is a process of him strengthening us in our faith. No matter how difficult the situation may be, he is with us. Come, you children, verse 11 says, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. There we see it again. The fear of the Lord, reverencing the Lord, fixing our eyes on Jesus, making him the priority of our lives. That's what it all comes down to. I don't know if I mentioned this last Wednesday or if it was in a different teaching recently that I did where I talked about how Solomon, you know, realized, you can read about it in Ecclesiastes, that his conclusion after going through everything that he went through, right, and everything that he tried and everything he sought after in the world, his conclusion was what? to trust the Lord, to fear the Lord, to reverence the Lord, to put the Lord above all else. That's all that matters. Because if we're trusting in the things of this world, it's gonna let us down, you know? Um, you know, so we, the, the Lord is that rock. We did talk about that last Wednesday night, him being that rock, that firm foundation, okay? that we can build our lives upon. Again, if you have any prayer requests, this isn't just about a normal teaching here. Love to pray for you. You know, uh, we got uh, David watching from Arizona. Um, put my trusty reading glasses on. Yep, they, Debbie Guns, the Lord is my shepherd. Thank you, Debbie. But um, so yeah, anything that we can pray for you about, um, Danielle, I think she's still out there watching from West Virginia. Um, so we can kind of cover you with prayer right now. If you'd like prayer for anything, go ahead and let us know. Verse 12, who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? So there's a question for you. Is this the kind of life you want? Do you want to desire life, a good life? Well, we know where good life comes from. Jesus said, I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. And love many days and see good, right? Taste and see that the Lord is good. He says, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit, okay? We can read, I've taught a lot about that in recent months here about in the book of Proverbs, you know, about our tongue and, you know, and, and avoiding evil, shunning evil and all that. Depart from evil, he says, and do good. Seek peace and pursue it, right? Blessed are the peacemakers. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. What a wonderful verse, right? Again, go through difficult times. We can always cry out to the Lord. We can always trust in the Lord. We can always wait on the Lord and know that he will renew our strength, right? Because his ears are open to our cry. Debbie says, would you pray for strength each day and to shine for Jesus in the time that I have left until I get to be in heaven with my precious Greg. Yes, uh, Debbie lost her husband, Greg, um, not too, too long ago. And of course, we know, Debbie, that you're missing him 
And, you know, I can't even begin to imagine, you know, we, we go through situations in life where we lose loved ones, but I know that God is with you. And yes, let's pray. Lord God, thank you for this prayer request from our sister, Lord. And thank you, Lord, that we can agree together in prayer right now, Lord, for Debbie and for her heart. Again, you know, even those that might come upon this teaching later, Lord, you can pray for Debbie and, and we just lift her up to you, Lord, and and we pray that you will be her strength, Lord, that you will continue to strengthen her and to, to you know, just get her through each step each day, Lord. We know that we need to live this life one day at a time, trusting in you, and, and that time is coming, Lord, when we will ever be with you because because this life that is just but a vapor and just appears for a short time and is gone, Lord, someday, Lord, we will all be before you, Lord, and worshiping you and, and seeing you and knowing you and be reunited again with those that we love who loved you, Lord. So I pray for Debbie in these circumstances in her life, Lord, that she's going through right now and, and, and battling through this, Lord, that you will just continue to strengthen her, Lord, as you promised that you will, Lord. You, you will bring good to her, Lord. And she will see good in her days, Lord, because she does honor you, because she does fix her eyes upon you, Lord. And we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for that, Lord. Just be that strength, Lord. And even as we read earlier in this chapter here, Lord, about those that seek you and our faces can shine and radiate because we do, Lord. And I'm always amazed when I see Debbie, Lord, that she does radiate you, Lord, and she does shine for you, Lord. But I just pray for her, Lord, that you would strengthen her in her innermost being and give her encouragement, Lord. And just, you know, you've prepared works for her, Lord. You've prepared good works for her to walk in, Lord, and you have time here for her on this earth, Lord. Just like she's saying, Lord, we long to be with you. We long for that day when we can be absent from the body and present with you. But while you tarry, Lord, you have us here for a reason, Lord. And I pray that her steps are ordered. We know they are. So I pray, Lord, that she will walk in that and that, Lord, she will, that you will lift up her countenance, Lord. You will strengthen her as she goes through this time, Lord. She will always miss Greg, Lord. We, we miss those that we lose in this life, Lord, but we know where they are if they knew you. And Greg indeed did, Lord. And we thank you for that. And we thank you that we will all be together again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, sister. Thank you for that prayer request there. Um, let's see, where did I, I'll just keep going. And if someone else wants to submit a prayer request, we'll pray for that as well. I'll just keep going through these last verses here. Um, the face, is the face of the Lord, I, well, I read verse 15, right? The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. Just like we can, you know, right now we can just stop right where we are and pray and know that the Lord's ears are open to our cry and the Lord hears our cry. He hears us when we cry out to him, right? Because we're walking in obedience to him. Okay, so the face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. Now, that's a sad thing right there, right? We could just talk about Debbie's husband and know that he knew the Lord and know that he, he lived a life that honored the Lord. I mean, I knew him personally, so I know that, right? He lived that life, right? But to the contrary, there are those in this world that are bent on evil and they do evil. And their remembrance is no more. They're just forgotten from the face of the earth, right? Because they do not have eternity. You see, someday we're going to be in that, you know, the heavens and the earth as we now know it will all be dissolved. And someday we'll be in that new heavens, that new earth, that, that place where righteousness dwells and where Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords, right? The righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. These are wonderful promises from the word of God. 
And it's important that you stay in the word of God, that like David said, you hide the word of God in your heart, that you might not sin against him, that you just you know keep your ways before the Lord, right? Because he's going to hear you in your troubles and cry, cry out to you. Debbie Gunn says, thank you. Love you guys so much. Love you too, Debbie. God bless you. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. Look, in this life, if you just look at the world, you look at what the, the media and things that go on, you know, it's like it promotes arrogance, certain kinds of music and things like that 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 promote pride and arrogance the opposite of humility but the lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit sometimes we might struggle with like why does it seem like my heart is broken quite a bit you know you know there are periods that i've gone through in life where long battles of like just a broken heart one thing after another after another after another but again in our weakness his strength is made perfect so i look back and i've learned to say thank you lord just like david's doing here he's looking back and and realizing what he escaped from at that time in his life and he's saying thank you lord your praise will continually be on my lips Thank you for what you've brought me through, for what you're bringing me through. That's where the Lord wants us. He wants us with that contrite spirit, you know, where we're humble before the Lord. That needs to be a foundation. We need to realize that that's how our Lord was, right? He was humble. Yes, when it came time to stand for righteousness and things like that. He did it, like, for example, in the temple, the turning over of the tables and all that. We need to stand for what's right. We need to to stand for that, but we don't need to be proud, arrogant people ourselves, right? But it's just good to know that as we go through things, as we go through difficulties, we can indeed count it all joy. We can count it all joy. That time will come. Hey, look, if, if we go to be with the Lord tonight, right, what joy is that? So there's, there's nothing but joy in our future if we're walking with the Lord. And, it, and when we're going through these trials today, we can look back sometime and say, okay, Lord, I see what you did there. Yeah, I, I didn't want to lose my loved one. You know, I didn't want that circumstance to happen. I didn't want that situation to happen. I didn't want that person to attack me. I didn't want all that, but I see what you did, Lord. And I see how you brought me through. And I see how you delivered me out of those troubles. Many, look at this, verse 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. There's another promise (laughs) that we won't see in many promise books, right? Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Hey, we don't belong here. We don't, this is not our home. We're sojourners, we're pilgrims, we're just passing through, right? We've got a place we're going. There we're gonna fit in because we're gonna be with our Lord, okay? And we're gonna be praising him and all that. But here, there's trouble. There's afflictions that we go through, struggles. That's why we have to fight the fight. Now, I know that, what I'm teaching is, is different, but I'm really showing you from the word of God here, but it's different from what a lot of mainstream Bible preachers and things like that say today about like having your best life now and you can have all things good and all of that kind of stuff. The truth of the matter is, is many are the afflictions of the righteous. It's a fact. It's a fact. And the Lord, though, delivers us out of them all. And that's a fact. And that's where our hope is. That's where our trust is. We're fixing our eyes on the Lord. He guards all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Who does that remind you of prophetically speaking? Well, David prophetically speaking here, right? 
He guards all his bones, not one of them is broken. That was the Lord himself, right? That Yeah, look at the affliction that he went through. And look at how we struggle, but yet we've not struggled against sin and things in this world, this fallen world, to the point of bloodshed. Like, well, at least I don't personally know anybody else. I haven't. Right? I've not yet shed my blood fighting against sin, but the Lord did. The Lord did that for us. And look at his afflictions. And if Jesus said, if they hated him, they're going to hate us too, right? Those that love him. So there are afflictions in this life that we go through. Um, Isaac says, I would like to ask for prayer in obtaining more patience and strive to share the gospel with other non-believers and those who have different viewpoints than myself. I tend to shy away from conflicts. Amen. Um, you know, there's, there's that old saying, and it's a joke, right? But, you know, they say don't pray for patience because then we'll go through things that make us have patience. But I don't believe that at all. You know, patience is, is a fruit of the spirit and you have the spirit of the Lord within you. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to pray for you with this Isaac for sure. But let me just say this, right? That, um, you know, Timothy was a young man who Paul exhorted and encouraged and told him to, Hey, don't be afraid to speak. Don't be afraid to step up and say things because I have found in my life when I do that, that, it's often very welcome by the other person, especially if we do it in love and we assess the situation when we're reaching out to somebody or we're gonna sh we wanna share the gospel or just share the name of the Lord or just plant a seed with others around us, you know, we have to we have to look at it and say, okay, what's the right time? What's the right approach with this situation with this person? Um, but yeah, all of it, we should shy away from conflict. Quite frankly, I mean, I do too. I'm never going to get into an argument with somebody about it, but yet I'm, when, when I know it's on my heart out of love and care and concern to help someone else, to reach out to someone else like you're wanting to do here in this case, Isaac, just by faith you do it. It literally is by faith that we do it because sometimes, but when it's on your heart, and you know that that's something good, right? You know that that's a good thing because that's the will of the Lord that people know about him. So you know that's something good. So you just find a way to talk that in, just to bring that in to that circumstance, to that situation, and just be bold in doing it. Not arrogant, not proud, not, you know, this is my way. You know, like you're saying, people have different viewpoints than us, right? People have different opinions. It's all, you know, people had different opinions when Jesus came on the scene. He could, you know, he had to talk to different people. Look at the woman at the well and all that. Look at her beliefs and what she was going through. But he cared enough for this woman to speak into her life. And that's what influenced her. So yeah, just you have that spirit within you. You have the fruit of the spirit within you already. First of all, patience, you have that within you. And yeah, it, it, you know, we go through circumstances in life though where we become impatient, right? But we need to yield our lives on a daily basis. You know, um, this is just popping into my mind so I'm gonna share it here. But we, we need to really train ourselves to be servants of the Lord. Many, many times there are things that we need to do. You know, when I first came to Christ, one of the things I did, and I know this is going to sound silly, right? But I put my toothbrush under the bed at night, right? Why? Well, because if I wanted to brush my teeth in the morning, I had to get down on my knees by my bed to get it. And then that would remind me to pray and to say, okay, Lord, I'm putting my life before you today. Use me as you will. Guide me as you will. Lead me by your spirit. And, you know, that there, there's just things, you know, with our flesh, the carnal mind is, uh, is enmity. You know, it, it's like it fights against the things of the Lord, you know, but we have to yield to the leading of the Spirit. 
and let the fruit of the Spirit work through us. And how do we do that? We do that by faith. So when it comes to patience or when it comes to sharing your faith, that's what it's all about. But Lord God, we just come and we just agree together again as this group of believers here tonight, Lord. We just agree and we just pray for Isaac, Lord, that your will would be done in his heart tonight, Lord. That this desire that he has for patience and that this desire that he has to share you with others is a good thing. And it comes directly from you, Lord. It is, it is wonderful to hear that your spirit is working in him in such a way, Lord, that this is what he desires, Lord. In the area where he lives, Lord, we pray that you will give him an influence and in his sphere of influence there, that you would, that you would give him boldness to speak, Lord, but yet boldness to speak in love, boldness to speak with humility, Lord, and, and just you know, as he cares, even in his heart, to think about others that are around him, that they might come to know you, Jesus. Lord, again, that is your spirit working in him, Lord, but we just agree tonight together for Isaac, Lord, that you would work in his life in this way, Lord, that you would give him the desires of his heart, Lord, and these things that he's requesting in this prayer, Lord, patience and the ability to share you, Lord, that is of you, and we thank you for that, Lord. So we just thank you for Isaac and his heart in this situation. In Jesus' name, amen. Nose Nugget says, hello from Texas, or howdy from Texas. Howdy to you. So, verse 21 of Psalm 34, if you've just joined us, um, evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. Again, we've talked about this earlier on, didn't we? How we know where we're going. We're just passing through. We're sojourners. We know what's ahead for us, and we know what that, well, I want to say we know what God has in store for us, but we really don't, because eye has not seen and ear has not heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those that love him. But we know it's good, and we press on by faith. And again, it's, this, this chapter is just a wonderful chapter of Proverbs because it's David remembering that situation that he went through that the Lord delivered him out of, and he's praising the Lord for it. Verse 22, the Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. He redeems the soul's of his servants. And the important thing is that we serve the Lord. He is our king. He is our Lord. He is our master. And we need to obey him with the way that we live our lives. And we will not be condemned. Thank you to the Lord for that. There's something that we continually can praise the Lord about, right? Um, Isaac says, thanks for the prayer. That example with the toothbrush was a neat story. Oh, thank you, Isaac. Yeah, I, I don't still do that. Kind of hurts my knees now to get down there. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's just, you know, I was just thinking about that, how, you know, it, it doesn't come natural to our carnal minds. You know, our carnal minds can get so filled with the things of this world, right? Just even when we don't want to. Even when we ignore certain things, and, and we should be, there are certain things that we should be fixing our eyes on and certain things that we should be guarding our heart from and staying away from, right? But we, we just walk through a dirty world. We walk through a dirty world. So the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, all of these things can affect us and take hold of us. So th there are certain things we have to do. And that's what I was using that example of the toothbrush about. There's certain things that we have to do to um, discipline ourselves, you know, train ourselves like the Apostle Paul talked about, you know, that we train ourselves in righteousness, that we train ourselves like, a, like an athlete gets prepared for something and train, disciplining our body, right? Beating our body into submission because, you know, again, this world wants to distract us. 
and wants to take our eyes off of the Lord. But this is why we can read things like this. Um, I've been teaching through the book of Proverbs, and if you haven't seen those teachings or listened to those teachings, I encourage you to, to go do so. But you know, we, we can have the word of God in our lives on a daily basis. And look, sometimes, you know, we go through life where we say, oh, wow, it's been two weeks. I haven't picked up the Bible or whatever the case may be. But the Lord is with you. He's watching over you. Yes, he's saying, hey, come back. You know, renew your mind. Fix your eyes on me. You know, we've got to, we got to have the word of God hidden in our heart. You know, we need his strength. We know that he delivers us from all of our troubles and such. So God is good. And uh, that's, I went ahead and finished a whole chapter there of Psalm chapter 34. Um, thank you for joining us. If, you know, I'll wait here a minute. If anybody else wants to put forth a prayer request, something we can pray for you about, We've been going now for about 50 minutes. Praise God. It's good good to fellowship with you all. And again, if you're that person that has come upon the recording of this, um, you didn't see it live, we're still here for you. Reach out to us. Um, my direct email, dave at aloveoutreach.com. Or as I always say, go to our website, fill out the contact form there. We'd love to hear from you um, if there's anything we can do to pray for you. So... Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Whichever the case may be, God bless. And uh, Lord willing, we'll come back again next Wednesday and uh, do this again. Uh, one thing that I've had to learn is that um, what you're watching is delayed. Like I'm ahead of you. So like as I sit here and kind of try to buy time just to see if somebody's going to say something or anything else, it's like I'm going to be cut off and then you're going to be seeing the rest of it. But anyway, thanks. Have a good night, Isaac. God bless you up there in Oregon. Appreciate you joining us. Um, howdy y'all from Texas, West Virginia, Arizona. We got a couple Arizona people that were here with us tonight and uh, thank you and we will I'm going to go ahead and sign off now and we will see you next time God bless have a good night